Here we are, fresh back from the planet Namek. Uh, this is Wasteland, an anime podcast. Nathaniel, how do you feel just having uh, essentially watched uh, the just the, the the good shit? All right, we cut out all that bullshit. We cut out all the ridiculous. You're telling me this filler. is this is the good shit. This is the this. meat and potatoes of DBZ, uh, baby. Okay. The Namek. Well, I mean, we finally see the Super Saiyan saga. We see Goku uh, transform into the golden-haired, blue-eyed god that he is. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also see... I mean, well, guys, Wastelanders, I think uh, I should let you know which episodes we watched. Uh, I gave Nathaniel uh, an abridged... Uh, list of canon episodes for the saiyan or the super saiyan namic arc uh so we watched uh episode 86 the end of vegeta 87 the ultimate battle 95 transformed at last 98 a final attack 99 approaching destruction 100 gohan returns 101 the last wish 104 frieza defeated and 105 mighty blast of rage so it's not everything that a dbz fan would watch but it's it's enough to get you through it i needed to i needed you to see the the important shit nathaniel and Mm -hmm. i need you to we're here now we're in it let's talk about it bro we see we see vegeta get his we're we're just we're just jumping right into it we're getting into i want to go to dbz first we're getting into dbz we'll get to our weekly shit after All all right dbz up top you, you know, just before we get into it, just like going off what you were just saying, like you would be, you would be like the uh, the history teacher that I would have wanted. You know, you're like, mm. hey, kids, we got all this fucking homework. Literally, we got like literally hundreds and thousands of years of history we got to get through. Let's just, um, you know, I'm going to focus on World War World- One. Yeah, and World War Two. We'll do like a, those are the important ones. We'll do a couple days from uh, every couple years or so. It's funny that you mentioned uh, being a student because uh, at work recently, I'm training uh, this guy to be my uh, fill-in for whenever I take some time off. Because I don't know if I've told you this, but I am the only person in the entire store that I work in that knows how to do my job. Like managers, no one else, they they can't touch my computer. It all looks like a different language to them. So that means like I barely ever get a day off. So I'm training this new kid on how to do my shit. And he looks up to me when I'm explaining something to me. And he goes, damn, Dom, you should have been a teacher. Like with this little glint in his eye. And I just smiled. I was like, oh, like, I don't know. It just made me feel some type of way. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, I'm teaching him this. I'm teaching you DBZ. Here we are. Uh, just, just just the meat and potatoes of the of the show. Walk me through what you're feeling. <laughs> um, there's two every every week with DBZ. There's so many thoughts in my head, but just such a tiny little spout that uh, they're, they're never going to come out clearly. Look, mm. the the overwhelming thing that I was thinking after these episodes this week, and you, you're not going to like what I'm about to say. That's fine. All right. I almost feel and and I can I can explain myself here. So don't please do you and the audience don't go running for the hills. There's a a, a thought process behind this madness, but I almost feel like I enjoyed talking about Hunter Hunter more than this because because DBZ is less 
offensive of a show in terms of mm. just the madness that it's doing. It's like the madness that DBZ is doing is like, it's just so like inoffensive that I'm like, okay, like at least the thing I was thinking today when I was watching these episodes is like, at least with Hunter Hunter, there was like, just like we could come in and like really. So wait, there's talk- something for you to glom onto and like rip into. Yeah, but like with DBZ, le- it's sort of just there for you. Yeah, like it's like with Hunter Hunter, it's like, and again, obviously, if you if anyone wants to go back and listen to our infamous Hunter Hunter episodes of this podcast, like you'll see the things that you and I were both saying. It's like, while I didn't think most of the stuff that was happening, I wasn't into, and I was heavily heavily critical of, but still, it's like there was, at the very least, there was like weird shit going on and like all these different characters with different motivations and everything. And it's like, that's not, not there in DBZ. It just felt like the weirdness and the, it just felt like there was more to like, kind of like cling on to with Hunter Hunter with DBZ. It's like these episodes, even though we are kind of skipping a few here and there, it's like, it's like Jesus Christ. Like this is literally like 15 or 20 episodes of just two guys just fighting and, and keep in, just, keep in mind so keep in mind fighting. the fight like at one point uh they give a time stamp like there's an episode i think it's a uh, one that we skipped but uh or i had you skip i watched it um frieza maybe it was in one of the episodes frieza he throws like an energy ball into namek to set off a chain of events for uh for the planet to explode and he's like you got five minutes to beat me and then like four episodes later, six episodes later is when he's finally defeated. So mm-hmm. like the same with uh, Jojo when they were falling. Yeah. And it said like, I don't know, it was like a 20 second fall, but they were falling for minutes. It's the same way. We're like, yeah, yeah Kakarot, you, you've got five minutes to beat Frieza. But yeah. And it's, it, it's like, I, I guess that's kind of just like the curse of anime and manga where it's like, there's never like it's never like the Goldilocks approach to anything. It's either mm. like you have like, uh, you know, thinking back to like Stardust Crusaders and Jojo specifically, it's like those fights were just like an episode. It's like, they were very, True. they were very just like, and I felt like a lot of those fights, I'm like, ah, I felt like there could have been like a little bit more here. Some of these felt kind of quick. And then it's like, I'm watching these DBZ fights and I'm like, Oh my God, come on, man. It's just like, it's it's like five episodes of just trading blows and powering up, and then it's like, and it's keep like, in mind, I'm not having you watch all of the episodes. I, you're yeah, still you're still that, skipping. That's why it's crazy because like you told me to at the very least like watch the recaps for the ones. Yeah, the previous, and the previously like, on DBZ. And there was like a period where I skipped like that. We were skipping four episodes or something, and like all the recaps, I'm like. This is like the same episode, just like I know different I know. things kind of switched around. And then it's like you get to a point where I, I can't remember which episode it was, but I think Frieza was like, all right, we've been holding back this whole time. I feel like it's yeah, fine. He goes, Matt. Yeah, I know. I, oh, God. <laughs> I'm just like, uh, and, and again, and again, I just want to make my previous statement clear about <laughs> Hunter Hunter. It's like, look, this isn't like offensive to it's it, it's a different kind of like thing it's a different kind of criticism it's not like yeah i i don't know maybe my thoughts aren't fully like formed on this front but that was kind of like the main 
Uh, now, do you think for you, the show is missing the mythology? Like you're just not in in the mythology the way that you uh, the way that you were with Hunter Hunter, where like they were hitting you over the head with like Nen and Ren and all that shit. Whereas DBZ, it's just train and power up. Yeah, there's no it's, more to it. It's yeah, it's like I, I feel, I'm starting to feel like these two shows, and this isn't the first time I think I've drawn a comparison right. between these two, but they almost feel like on opposite ends ends of the spectrum of like you know going back to this Goldilocks analogy where it's like Hunter Hunter was just like this encyclopedia of a fucking yeah, it's like a monolith of just fucking where, bullshit. And yeah. and I think that was distilled to its like apex in the fucking greed island bullshit where it's just like oh my god this is like a manual watching this show cards yeah Yeah, and it's like that is at one end of the spectrum and then the other end you have something like dragon ball z where it's going and it just it kind of has the cadence of like uh you know when your kids and your playing superheroes with your friends and you're like well i have the super ultra thing and then it's like oh well you just died you're dead and then it's like oh well actually my friend is over in the other corner and he has a wish and he's gonna wish me back and it's like oh dang okay and it's like <laughs> it so that's what dragon ball z feels like it just it feels like kids playing uh pretend kind of like thing and it's yo that's that's a valid criticism i can't even <laughs> knock that that's that's and, legit. And it's like, I'm sure. And I, again, we've talked about this many times because you watched uh, Dragon Ball Z and Dragon Ball when you were a kid, probably the appropriate age for this. So I imagine this would be perfect for, for the kids who were, you know, it's like sure. it's like a legit yeah. it's like a yeah. legitimate form of the thing that they were probably kids, right. kids were doing talking, with each other. I was talking to this Gen Z kid that I work with and uh he is a big Dragon Ball Z fan and he was retelling him like he was telling me about because he asked uh, where I was. I was telling him I was doing a rewatch and I said, we're just skipping around. But right now we're doing the Namek thing and uh, Super Saiyan. And he goes, oh, Goku finally transforms. Oh, my God. And like he just got this look on his face and he instantly said, I remember when I first watched that. And I think that's just what everyone is going to say mm. when you when they're a DBZ fan and you say, oh, uh, like you, you just know where you were when you first saw Goku transform into a Super Saiyan. It's just, it's the nine eleven of DBZ. Yeah, in a good way. It's the, it's the good nine <laughs> eleven. Right. Yeah. No, I, I, I totally get that. But yeah, I mean, right. for me, it seeing him transform, it was, it was more of a reaction of like, I could, I could have used this like eighteen episodes ago or something. You know, like it's, <sighs> it's just. And, and yeah, at the same time, it's like during their, you know, epic fight, which is basically more than 10 episodes that we watched it. Um, no, it was only 10 that I gave you. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, like, since there was more in between that we were kind of skipping, mm, right, you right, know, right. just sure, like sure, in sure. this, in this giant clump of fucking episodes, basically like an entire season's worth. Um, it, yeah, I think there was one moment where, uh, I'm trying to remember what exact moment it was, but you know, Frieza and him were going at it, and it, it prompted me to think like Goku, like I I don't know. It's just sort of like he's in this state where he he's gone Super Saiyan, and 
he's finally able to, you know, go toe to toe with Frieza and they're going back and forth. And I had some, I had this thought where I'm just like, what I saw for him to get here was literally him doing push ups in like, well, a, yeah, it a, was a spaceship that. for two weeks. It was that, yeah. And like, yeah, training in zero gravity, but. It was more that he was pushed to the brink when Frieza killed mm. Krillin. It was the rage behind that. Right. And the whole uh, speech from Vegeta. That's why mm. I, I had you watch uh, Vegeta's death thing, because it gives the mm. backstory of Planet Vegeta, and it gives the backstory of Goku's father, who Frieza mm. also killed. Uh, yeah. These are important things, so, you know. I mean, you're, we're glossing over it. We're saying like, right. yeah, they, but, but you so, know, it's all power ups. But there's but, some important shit in here. But so for, so yeah, I mean, I think I was kind of, unless they covered this earlier and I wasn't paying attention. But at least in this clump of episodes, they really made it clear, at least to me, that so Frieza basically like conquered. The, yes. The Saiyans and yes. And basically, Vegeta and those two other dudes were like slaves. Yes. To him, more I or mean, less. they were like his henchmen. But mm. uh, at the end of it, like when Vegeta saw a way out and he could get from under uh, Frieza's thumb, that's why he went to Namek <clears throat> and tried to get the Dragon Ball so he could wish for eternal life and defeat Frieza. And I mean, as we saw when he was on his uh, deathbed there. Like those tears were flowing. This is mm -hmm. uh, the Prince of All Saiyans, a complete fucking asshole, Chad, up until this very point. Mm -hmm. No emotions, no anything. Yeah. And he's laying there dying. And he's like, look, you need to understand, Kakarot. Like, the reason I did this was for our people. And the reason uh, you need to fight and defeat him is for our people. He killed everyone. And what I loved, I, just, I don't know if the dub. If the sub isn't, I mean, I watched the dub, so I don't know if the sub is any better, but the dialogue being like from Goku, yeah, Vegeta, that's great, but I don't know any, I don't know about uh, the Saiyan people. That's not, I don't know. He, like yeah. that being the response, I don't, it just took me, it, I was like, that's what you have to say back? Your dude, yeah. your man right there is dying on the ground. He's the only person of blood, like of your own race. And he, and you're like, yo, uh, that's a crazy story, but I have nothing to do with that. I'm more of an earth dude. Yeah, that, it, it was just weak dialogue on that part. But I, I, yeah, it, yeah. I had never really seen that moment from Vegeta because I was a kid. I don't think I remembered that, but mm -hmm. I was moved by that. Like I said, I'm sort yeah. of rewatching for other particular parts, like more so for Vegeta now, more so for Gohan. <clears throat> and that was a great uh, moment. I did really enjoy the fact that uh, Vegeta was butt ass naked. Uh, following that in the mm -hmm. i don't know if you you saw like the vision that goku got from vegeta to like inspire him but vegeta was like completely nude except for his like i mean no he was completely nude and he had his tail and uh his father his father was there and vegeta's father was there and they were all speaking to him from beyond the grave to like give mm. him yeah power uh, yeah i don't know she thought it was weird uh so you weren't moved uh, by the fact that uh Goku finally transformed. I mean, it was, you know, I mean, it was, um, yeah, I mean, it was interesting to finally see, because we had talked about before, just it's an iconic image of the Super Saiyan, like golden hair and everything. So, yes. I mean, it, it was cool to see it on that front, but it's like, I kind of knew it was coming. 
And then, well, yes, motherfucker, you knew it was coming well, because but, that's all we've been inching well, towards yeah, now. Yeah, we've yeah. Been edging. But, but it was more, it wasn't that, oh, I wish it was a surprise. It was more of just like, it, it was more of the like, okay, I know it's coming. I know it's coming. I know it's coming. And yeah, I mean, it's just this fight. It, it was just, look, I'm going to be bold Lackluster. and say it was, it was too long. It was too oh, long sure. of a fight. Yo, that is every critique uh, that every DBZ fan has. I mean, there have been other versions of the show released where they mm-hmm. they try to cut more filler. You know, they have the abridged version of the show that mm. it, that is out. So that's, yo, you say it's too fucking long? Bet. I, I fully agree, man. I am yeah. a fan of this. I am. I have to watch. I have to watch more of these episodes. I was watching to see what we could cut out even more to get you to get to the point where Goku finally transforms. Like, yeah. I mean, we we were if we would have kept up with our whole ten episode thing, you wouldn't have gotten the Goku transforming yet. That's how he tra- like. It, yeah. it goes from eighty five to ninety five is when he finally transforms. I think. Jesus. Yeah, that's wild. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, yeah, yeah, no. Transformed at last is episode ninety-five, so that's when you would have seen him turn Super Saiyan, and that's all we would have talked about. Oh, Goku finally turned Super mm. Saiyan. Fuck. Yeah, no, deep. No, that is a valid critique. Too much filler, even mm. with the canon shit. Like, there's just too much. You, there's way too much you can cut out. Um, yeah. That being said. Mm-hmm. we're beyond we're beyond this point what do you i mean are there any predictions that you have going forward with this whole thing like i mean they've defeated frieza the greatest evil mm-hmm. i mean my is there anything you know about like on the horizon like in the I, bbz lore i mean like i know of like other characters generally speaking i don't know like what their deal is or anything but like <laughs> What's that guy's deal? <laughs> but well, at this point, my predictions are- It's all just are, they want to take over the universe. Our, our concerns, yeah. My concern is that one of these characters who I vaguely know about is going to show up and be like, what's up, bitches? And it's just like, I'm here to fuck shit up now. And guess what? My power level is like 18 times high. I was just hiding over in the corner of the universe where no one knew I was doing shit. Sometimes uh, that does happen. Fair. But- I will tell you this, motherfucker. I begged you to start with Dragon Ball Super, which I said is the best of both well, both worlds. But when and when did you, you what that must have been a long time ago? It must have been a long time ago, so it doesn't count. Well, Fuck but off. How, how am I supposed to you, I'm not the because authority. I'm not a Dragon Ball or Z or whatever I've been authority. Doing is asking you to watch Dragon Ball Z or Super forever. But, and okay. you're like, and no, what you said to me about Super was Shouldn't I start from the beginning? Well, and I'm but like, I, I mean, I don't know what super. I don't know what the deal with super is. I don't know what I'm missing. I don't know anything. So you need to. It's now. Shepherd a, I mean, me now I can tell. It's a continuation of Z. It's so it's a continuation. Yeah. So yeah. I, I look. I don't know. All I'm saying is, look. I am before we start watching this and these little bridge things and getting me caught up or whatever. Before all that, uh. I don't know the first thing about Dragon Ball. So whatever I say yes or no to, you got to just assume that I don't know what I'm talking about. And when I you, and know when, that. But hold on, hold on. When you came okay. back and and gave the, the last proposition you gave to be like, look, I'm going to jump in to Dragon mm. Ball and watch through all this shit again. I was sort of a little bit reluctantly like, okay, well, you know, if you're going to do it, 
I guess, uh, you know, I'll do it for the show. At that moment, you could have brought it back up and said, look, <laughs> this fucking guy. How am I supposed to say, how am I supposed to like dredge back up the the time where you talked about super and be like, well, actually, what about super? I don't know about super. I don't know about anything. I was, I'm well, not at fault here. <laughs> you assume no fault in this? Okay, no. fine. Uh, be that as it may, uh, super is always on the table. You would just have to catch up with a few more characters, but <laughs> I'm, it's out there. Um, I'm just saying right. it's out there. It's I think it's, it's a fun watch. Right. I love it. Uh, my my prediction. Look, I know, I've heard of I've heard, some of the. Okay, I'm gonna try and like list off some of the characters I know from Dragon Ball mm. Z. I know that there's someone named Cell. I know mm. there's someone named Trunks, mm. and. I probably know more, but those are like the two that are coming off the top of my head. So I feel like one of those guys has got to pop up soon. Do you, I mean, what do you know about either of them? Do you know anything I about them? don't think I know. I don't really know if they're villains or, or what they are. Okay. Um, I feel like my gut. You have their pictures in, that, in my, your head? My instinct is telling me that Cell is a villain and Trunks might be good. I don't know. That's just mm. like my gut reaction. I feel like, oh, I'm trying to think. Yeah, don't look anything up. I just want to know what their pictures look I, like. In I your think head. in my head, I'm pretty sure I've seen that Trunks is like a human looking guy and Cell mm. or God, maybe I have this backwards. I, I can't remember. I'm not sure. If I see if I saw them, I would be like, oh yeah, I remember that. Sure. If you saw them. If you it, dude, if you put up a picture, I could tell you that. I'm them. better, I'm better with faces and pictures than than names. Then okay, fair enough. All right, um, maybe then we'll just skip ahead to um, like but, the arrival of them. Hmm. Well, because oh, what are you gonna say? Well, I, I mean, I guess I was just gonna say like it. Le- like I fear that in the immediate aftermath of where this fight ends and everything, like because basically it it ends up where pretty much everyone got wished back to Earth. And Goku is left on Namek, right? So is this yeah. going to be another thing where he's got to spend two weeks flying back? Uh, well, see, I'm a little fuzzy on this part, unlike what everyone else does on Earth. I, I just know of how Goku gets back. I know mm. the moment he gets back and like that on that jazz because people have just been like sort of waiting. But... I, uh, when I was looking on Funimation, I was like, oh, shit, I, I, I hadn't seen any of these episodes. Uh, and there's like a bunch of shit with like Gohan still wearing his uh, Saiyan um, like battle uniform and he's fighting with like some other. I think it's Garlic Jr. shit. I think Garlic Jr. comes after. I'm not sure. Mm. Maybe I'm misremembering that. I, mean, I think Garlic Jr. is earlier. Either way, <laughs> um, <clears throat> Goku does return, but like. It's not him like training along the way. It's a different. Mm. It's, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess one last thing I'll say, like one kind of high level thought I have is like this, like looking back at this whole. Is it just is it called the. uh, Like what's this? What was this art called? The Namek art? Uh, or? Super, uh, Super Saiyan Saga. Super Saiyan Saga. So with this whole thing, it, it was basically all of them on Namek doing all this shit like it like looking back on it it feels like it was such this long kind of like big event but 
again, looking more closely, it's like, well, it was kind of long and this big power struggle kind of thing, but like it was really just a bunch of little fights and, you know, spread across uh, the planet and a lot of communication between people over like invisible walkie talkies and shit. Like it, it doesn't feel like a lot happened, you know, like it, it wasn't this. What? A number of people died. An and, entire and race of people were transported uh, to Earth. De- death doesn't mean anything here anymore. That's true. That, that since, is very factual. Since, since wishes I mean, exist. But, <laughs> fucking Vegeta was, he was still warm, I think, in the ground when he rose up out of his grave. I, I, I guess like, like he was dead for an episode. Right. But so I guess all I'm trying to say is like, you know, arcs, we talk a lot about arcs, obviously is an anime podcast. A lot of these like shown any type of series, it, they deal in arcs and you kind of, and with the manga I love and the anime I love, I like thinking about things in arcs. You're like, oh man, this arc. Uh. And you think about all the things that happened and the journey that the characters went on. And it's just like with this, I'm thinking about, you know, this Namek arc or the Super Saiyan saga, whatever you want to refer yeah, to it yeah. as. And I'm just like, it felt like the size of a big meaty arc. But when I look at it, I'm just like, yeah, but it was just kind of like all these like little fu- like just right. long drawn out fights and everyone's kind of just chatting to each other as they tri- go from fight to fight. You know what I mean? Def- no, I'm not, uh, I'm not dying on this hill for mm. DBZ at all. And I'll even go even further. And I'll say like when Goku pops up, <clears throat> he like arrives and Piccolo's there and everything goes, Oh, Piccolo, I can see you're, uh, you're stronger, not just in, uh, not just in power, but, like, but like how, like, what are we talking about? How mm. did Piccolo attain this? You know, I mean, we saw him do that bullshit on King Kai's planet and then he fused with someone else, but we didn't, we see no growth. I only saw growth from a couple people and the people I will say is Gohan mm. and Vegeta. I will say those yeah, two I, I showed me growth. Um, yeah. Especially when, uh, when Gohan, he takes Bulma to the spaceship yeah, and yeah. Then he goes back to help his dad and fight Frieza for a little bit. Like, I was impressed. I was like, hell yeah. That's what I like to see. That's, yeah. that's like they're hinting at um, something bigger for Gohan now that's coming later on. And I was like, I never even saw that. I don't, well, maybe I saw it, but I didn't pay attention to it when I was a kid. Yeah. But like seeing it now, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And uh, with Vegeta and his whole uh, dying soliloquy type or dying speech to uh, Goku, I was, I was moved. And the whole flashback with, uh, I forget Goku's father's name. I think it's Badrock or Braddock or something. Uh, seeing him being uh, sort of a resistance fighter against Frieza, it shows me something that like there's always been. Maybe there's something in Goku's bloodline that like makes him stand out. Like his father mm. rebelled when everyone else fell in line. He saw something ahead of time. He wouldn't be uh, a slave to Frieza. And here's his son years later becoming a Super Saiyan, defeating him. I just thought that was like dope shit. So even though there are episodes and episodes of bullshit that can be cut out, there's also like an episode here. Yeah. An episode there of like some really positive shit that I can talk about. Yeah. No. And I mean, those two specific moments, you know with um with gohan kind of like sacri- being willing to s- sacrifice himself and all the stuff with vegeta it's like yeah i agree and it's just it, it just sucks to feel like you're hanging on through all this 
just long drawn out stuff for these little morsels of like really right compelling stuff. It's just, yeah, I wish it was <laughs> condensed even, even, even more. And I feel like you get some of that with super, but <clears throat> what you also get with super is, uh, these fantastic, like, uh, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Character. Um, it's sort of, it's like when writers, uh, not wish fulfillment, you know what I'm, help me out here. Um, fan service, fan service, fan service, fan okay, service. Yeah. that's sorry for all the listeners. Yeah. So some people say like, there's a lot of fan service in, uh, Dragon Ball Super. I'll say that it's earned. Like you watch like Roshi, Master Roshi, he's in, uh, this this tournament arc and he's like, he finally gets to show off his fighting style. And we've seen him like as this horny old man for, for seasons and seasons. But he then reminds everyone, like I'm the one who taught Goku at one point, like I am the one who showed him his true power. And um, like he, he unleashes some, some ill shit. And it's these little beats that like harken back to the original series and even, uh, there are plenty of callbacks to DBZ that it's just, yes, it's fan service, but it's also just a delight to watch and it's mm. more condensed. And I feel like they give more thought to how Goku and Vegeta and Gohan and uh, the other fighters um, begin to climb even higher in their power levels. I feel like more thought is more thought is given to it in super than, than DBZ. At least in mm. these early days of DPC. So I mean, we'll yeah. see. That's yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm looking right now at like uh, the episodes. Uh, let's see. We left off on a mighty, our mighty blast of rage 105. Uh, I think Goku. Yeah, Goku comes back around 121. So damn, yeah. I mean, we'll. I think we're gonna start like around one nineteen though. Mm. Yeah, because that's when uh that's when some stuff pops up. So we'll we'll figure it out. But we're we're done with Namek. We're off that planet, Kablooey. It's gone. What's gonna happen, with Goku? Who knows? He'll find his way back. Who's to say? Let's move on, Nathaniel. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Broham, we have a new anime that we added to the roundup this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is called Sunny Boy. I didn't know this, but apparently it dropped on Funimation uh, last month or a month, month or two ago as uh, like an early release uh, type thing. Mm. Uh, but it it officially got its premiere this week or this past weekend, and now it's going to be a weekly release a simulcast between uh, Funimation and Hulu. So if everyone has Hulu, if anyone has Funimation, hop on that if you want to check it out. Uh, so, yeah. Do we want to dive in and talk about it? Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I've been very eager to discuss this one. I'm just like very eager to see what you what your take was on I this. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, but... I was very confused. Yeah. Um, 
like I had to watch several reaction videos of people watching it to see if they were picking up what I was picking up. I went and I watched uh, this little interview with the creator of uh, of the of the anime and wanted to hear his thoughts on what he had created. Um, I'm really enjoying it so far, though. The animation is beautiful. It's very stripped down. Um, not a lot of hard lines, like mm, sort yeah. of like. I don't know. It's very like water, not watercolory, but like just very like flat in a way. Um, yeah. Just, and I love the the MC Escher type shit that they do with the powers, mm-hmm. and it completely uh, shifts the way that you like look at the uh, at certain scenes. And there's some scenes that like are shot down from in a corner and like a fisheye lens. It's really weird. Uh, I love it though. I'm really enjoying it so far. Thoughts? Nice. Yeah. I, I was. Yeah. I felt like this type of show. I. I. I mean. I feel like probably with most people, it's it might strike them as sort of a like, maybe more of like a love it or hate it type of thing because it is very. Hmm. I, I mean, yeah. I was super lost. I, I didn't like read anything about it or watch anything. I just kind of figured I'd let it keep going and just see what what my own take of it is as it continues on but like yeah i mean i was super i i really didn't quite know what to make of it the the animation i was oh good um no i mean i was just gonna say yeah the animation is really kind of interesting it's very stripped down but yeah it's an I, i think it kind of fits for the vibe that it has going for it but um yeah i mean it really like it very much just drops you like yeah into the- it doesn't explain yeah. that like any of this so to catch everyone up if you guys haven't seen sunny boy yet essentially it's a class of uh ninth grade students um and they are transported within the confines of their high school or their junior high um into a black void and in this void that surrounds the school um, something has happened to give some of the students superpowers. And mm-hmm. when I say superpowers, I'm not talking like they can fly yeah. or uh, like one's half hot and half cold and one can stretch. What I mean is like a guy can distort reality to, to start shattering glass and bend rooms with on, on top of each other. I mean, a guy Another guy can switch places with inanimate objects as he so pleases. And it seems like there's a woman with like electricity or like static electricity powers of some sort. Um, it's really interesting shit, man. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I mean, that, that was one of the things I found kind of most compelling about it. Cause, cause what, cause I didn't know like anything about this series. I was really, I think I watched like the, teaser trailer but the teaser trailer didn't mm. really like explain anything either no not at all so when when they first started talking about like oh we got powers i'm like oh like what is this going to be like boring ass powers that i've seen a million times <laughs> but yeah i was pleasantly surprised to see that like like half these powers i didn't even really understand how they worked like right. th- you have that one dude who can like put the black x on your face well, and you- that's what i would i was gonna bring up the whole the whole penalty thing i thought that was the guy who had the cap i thought that was cap doing that. that's what i thought too but then that other but, kid does yeah the it. little kid with the star uh birthmark or something he does it so i don't know if it's 
merely they have the power to do it because they're the student council in the void and like they created the rules. I don't know. I, I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, a, a lot of this was just kind of going over my head because I think, again, by design, they kind of because a lot of this, a lot of the times in, you know, very like concept driven anime where it's like oh an event happens or a thing happens or a portal opens up you it very much drops you in before it happens and then you watch the characters deal with it but this yeah yeah this is definitely taking a much more kind of like experimental approach where it's like you don't know who any of these people are and they're catching up yeah. we have to play catch up yeah and and they don't really do uh they don't spend a lot of time like easing you into this world at all it's like it's 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 very jarring and I, I think it definitely I haven't watched it twice. I only watched it once, but I feel like it definitely would probably require multiple uh yeah. viewings to kind of get more of a get your bearings a little bit more with what you're right. kind of seeing. But even then it's like the again, the concept itself, which we haven't really talked about, is sort of like no one has an answer for it, but like these kids are trapped in a high school and basically it looks like you just, someone just deleted all of the outside. It's, yeah. it's just the school and the school and grounds. Void. And then there's just a, a complete black void around them. Like there's even one scene where one of the students like sticks his hand out the window and it's like, because initially, like looking at it, I thought it was like they were floating in a void, mm. but it's more of like viewers can't see this or listeners of the podcast can't see this, but it's like you can actually stick your hand into the well, the blackness. And, yeah, in in that one spot you can, mm. but then another uh, that, student true. run that's like true, later yeah. on, and it you know they they don't go through. I don't know. I uh, yeah, it, it what was is the void. It was weird, but um. And yeah. you know what? I'm not also completely convinced of the uh, that they said some students have powers and some students don't. What if these students just haven't like revealed their powers mm. yet? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or I don't know, like because we're following that one kid who uh, Nagar, uh, I, Nagar Nag I can't say his name. Starts with an N. Uh, sad boy. He seems like nonplussed by any of this, um, and he just doesn't want to be there. I'm not convinced that he doesn't have a power considering mm -hmm. that he and the exchange student were on the roof when that storm hit that transported the school to the void. Like they were both together. And then at the end they were both together and the void disappears. And now they're in this blue vast open space with mountains all around them. I'm not, I yeah. feel like there's some connection. I don't know what it is. Yeah. I mean that, so yeah, that was like the ending of this first episode. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I mean, I guess I, yeah, I'm not really sure what the implications of that whole thing is. Cause like the kind of main, I don't remember anyone's name, but yeah, you kind of have this right. scene at the end where kind of the main girl ish, I guess what, what was her motive? I don't know if I really caught it. Like she just started running to jump I feel jump like she's off. just all anarchy, man. She doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. Because uh, in the beginning before, well, not before, but uh, because this tells the story non-linearly. So it drops you in when they're already in the void, but it also does flashbacks to just before mm -hmm. they were in the void. 
and uh, the exchange student um, and the sad boy, they cross paths in like the student council, not the student council office, but uh, um, teacher, teacher, like the counselor's office, you know? Um, because mm-hmm. sad boy, he's seeing like the guidance counselor and the girl, she's getting her books for class. So they go up to the roof separately. Um, and she is on a higher point of the roof, ripping up, uh, a school book. And he's like, why are you doing that? Mm-hmm. And she's like, I don't know. Just cause you want to try it. And so she's already like, fuck this. I don't want to do this. Like I'm doing it just cause. And later on cap tries to give her a cell phone so she can be connected to everyone. And so she can know about the rules and yada, yada, yada. And she's like, yeah, I don't want that. I'm fine without it breaks the cell phone. So she's a, she's on her own hype. She's yeah. doing her. It's hot girl summer, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, so, I mean, basically by the end of this first episode, the setting, I mean, the surrounding of the school completely changes. Yeah. Um, drastically, which I, uh, it's impossible for me to predict what that means for like the rest of the series but i mean essentially the whole like gist of this first episode is to kind of like get you into the world and like set up these kids who have these like weird powers and everything but ultimately it's kind of spends a lot of its time establishing that there's gonna be this kind of like power struggle yeah it's like a lord of the flies situation yeah um yeah i mean it's 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 really it's really compelling um but yeah i'm just i'm not totally sure what to make of it and i think i think i'm like i'm nervous i think for you know to like continue on watching this just be why nathaniel talk to me just because it I don't know. Maybe this is more of like an arbitrary. There's no like solid connection between these two series as far as I know, but it's just kind of like in, in re- I don't know if you've heard of this series that I'm about to mention, but like I, I was considering jumping into it at some point because there was so much like chatter and like hype around it. Um, it was this, it just aired, I think this past season. Um, and it was very, like weird and experimental and kind of more of like a artsy art house kind of endeavor. And it was an original anime. As far as I know, Sunny Boy is an original anime. And so this other series was, um, I don't know if you've heard of it, but it was uh, Wonder Egg Priority. I have not. And there was so much chatter about it. Like it, it seemed like people were, you know, ready to like basically call it like, a masterpiece and then it just apparently i didn't watch it but apparently at the end it like just completely fell to pieces like completely fell apart and people and it like sat and, and i don't know i'm just saying like i have like that's on you my no you know what's funny i'm gonna what? tell you i'm gonna stop you right now i was watching a youtube video of a guy uh reviewing sunny boy and he said you know what always happens with anime viewers they always reference, well, this last anime I heard about that was an IP, it bombed. So I'm not going to give this new one a try. That's what you're saying right now. I didn't, I I didn't say, I, I didn't say I'm not going to give it a try. He's a soothsayer. 
He, I was watching that. And I was like, surely you jest, sir. And now my co-host, it's my bestie, my, my road dog is telling me, you're like, ah, I don't know. Ah, well, what? okay. How about if you let me finish my thought? I mean, I'll add some more I, why would I context. start now? Look, it's it's less about the, the comparison to that show is less of the crux of my point. My point is more that, look, most anime are adaptations of manga, and those can go bad for a completely different set of reasons. It can be budgetary. They don't follow it correctly. They cram too much stuff. It's like those things I can wrap my head around and those things I can expect because those are kind of the only options when you're adapting um, like an established manga. With the, with original anime, it's like I don't... There, there's nothing to base it off of. No one knows... No one can speak to Sunny Boy's quality. It's It's like a completely new thing. And this isn't some like little sweet slice of life show where it's like just friends hanging out and like how badly could this go but when you have something like super kind of like experimental and it's trying to really like do something differently i just feel like there's maybe a higher chance that it tries it gets a little too ambitious and it 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 uh collapses under the weight of its scared ambition. money don't make money nathaniel I, if i've taught you anything it's that what what's all the right? point what's the point of of this podcast i'm just supposed to say hey guys everyone put all your chips on sunny boy i, I it's gonna be great based on no, nothing but that's the point is we're here to uh that's you know true. discuss and you have one point of view i have another i'm all my chips are all on it especially because after watching this interview with the creator, he had said uh, he hopes that the show is a betrayal of expectations in the truest sense. And I was like, oh, shit, done. I mean, it is because as I was watching it, there was nothing that I could have expected. And it like every every time I thought something was going to happen, something different happened. And at the mm. end, my jaw dropped and I was like, well, what the fuck? I don't even know what I watched. And I was very confused for a very long time, mm -hmm. but I couldn't stop thinking about it. So mm. I'm a, if something does that to me, regardless if I can like say that like I got it or not, if I'm still thinking about it, if I am watching um, reaction videos and reviews, just trying to glean other um, perspectives, that means that, you know, it did its job. It, it earned my viewership. That's all I'm saying. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't it's got the danger Dom stamp of approval, baby. Mm, sure. That's a fair point. I, but I think what you just said is factually incorrect. There's no way that what? way you just, your opinion. I think it's wrong. The incorrect I opinion. Mean, I'm sorry that you feel that way. Hmm. Look, if, <laughs> if this turns out to be, or if you love it or whatever, and I think it's pretty good by the end of it, you're going to bring back up this fucking conversation and you're say, goddamn right I, I am. but I didn't say I, I'm not making I just want to make it clear I'm not making any like I'm not making any predictions I don't want this to happen I want it to be great <laughs> do you do you Nathaniel do I want it to be great yeah I want literally because if it's I, great you know I'm never gonna let you live it down right well in that case I wanted to fail miserably <laughs> because I can't uh, 
I want forgive me for bringing. Uh, I mean, you brought to your eternity to the podcast. I'm bringing uh, Sunny Boy. You know, it's true. To your eternity, fucking moves me weekly, and I have mm-hmm. you to thank for that. Mm-hmm. Now we have uh, Sunny Boy to look forward to and be confused about. You know, mm-hmm. it's the wasteland, yeah. baby. Everybody can have fun. So, uh, it's uh, we're we're gonna continue with Sunny Boy. You're gonna keep watching. What's up? Yeah, definitely. Okay. All right, for sure. Guys, look forward to our weekly reviews on Sunny Boy coming at you. Uh, so what's up? Uh, Tokyo Avengers, to your eternity, my hero. Oh, what do you want to... Let's, know, let's just scrap my hero this week. I Let's just get it out did of you, the way. Let's get it out of the way. Did you watch it? I, I, I literally just watched it before I got on here. I mean, it was on in the same space that I was in, <laughs> and I like I could... Sense that something was happening on the screen. Sure, 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 sure. I, sure, sure. I mean, I don't know. I, I'm curious to see what you have to say about it. I, it like what I have to say. It, it was like an original fucking episode. Nothing happened. It, it was left. Just, it was it was character progression for uh, Raka uh, and uh, Froppy. Mm. It was it was that you know it gave them their shine because the boys they've been doing their thing. It was an original, and it focused on them. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it also showed on Nejire. I had, I mean, she's one of the big three. Haven't really seen her power set. Mm. I mean, guys at home can't see. I got my arms in the air. I'm just throwing them. I'm just, I don't know. It, uh, there's not much. There's not much to talk about on this episode I, for uh, my hero. Hey, I, I I agree. Yeah, they um, they were on a boat. Let's just say that. And there was yeah, like a were. walrus captain or whatever. A seal. A seal. Uh, yeah, he was he had the power of a of an otter or some shit. Of a spotted seal, I think. I don't remember. Either way, uh my hero, it was fine. It was the original episode, BFD. Uh I don't know, man. I just need them to get some real shit. You know? I agree. I, I feel like they're in danger of going an entire season without uh yeah. accomplishing much of anything. Yeah, I can only uh defend that pipe arc for so long, you know? Like, yeah, it was cool seeing those fights, but uh, you got to give me something else. So, yeah, that was my hero for this week. Uh, plus Ultra. <laughs> Can't wait for next week. Um, so Tokyo Revengers, Tokyo Manji Gang. How stupid are we? Did you know Tomen was short for uh, Tokyo Manji? Uh... Did you put that together? I don't know if I made that exact connection. I, I guess I just sort of assumed it was just a different. I don't know. I thought it was sort of more of an arbitrary thing, but I yeah, guess it makes sense. I didn't. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I love that though. Uh, so we get the backstory of uh, the Tokyo Manji gang, the the originating uh, members, sort of. I mean, you know, we get. Yeah. It, it, we it, get the start of it. It's, yeah, it's like the lead in to. Well, we get the start of it, but we also, what I mean is like we get, what I say is we get the uh, backstory is uh, there's that guy within uh, Takamichi's crew who starts giving the rundown on like all the divisions and the leaders Uh, and who originated. Yeah. So he's doing all that. Yeah. And and that whole part, because yeah, that's how it starts is them in the classroom and the little like encyclopedia dude who's obsessed with all this stuff. Basically broke it down at least to my understanding broke it down that like mobius consisted of like two different crews there was like the 88 crew and like the 90 crew right and right. the 90 crew was kasaki's crew 
or and the 88 crew was Osani's crew. It was something like that. And then he was basically kind of explaining like that Kasaki's crew was like what, like 50 or 100? It was like 50 guys? 50 guys, I think. Yeah. And, and, they and they joined up with Mobius. They went to... You well, they went from Mobius to Valhalla to or no, well, that, to Toman to, to Toman, like Kisaki's crew. Yeah, so no, yes, so so now Toman is 150. Yeah, and then yeah, and then they were saying that the Osani's crew went with Hanma, right? And they went to Valhalla, and that was like right. way more dudes. So Valhalla, they said, was what like double. The size? Yeah. Yeah, they have like 300. They're deep. Yeah. But they have no leader. Mm, right. Because, wait, wait what, did, what did they say Hanma was? Like, what, what was his position in... What? In... In uh, Valhalla. He's like... Well, I'm reading, and he's like, it says sixth division captain. But I don't know if like what that could possibly mean. Like maybe but, he's a sixth division captain in Valhalla. Right. I well, yeah, I, I guess. But didn't didn't they in this episode? Didn't they reference the leader? At uh, one Valhalla? point, no, because oh, really? it's it's a headless. It's no, that's the thing. They have a headless angel on the back of the jacket because there is no true leader. Mm, right. Yeah. But. But this new character we get, who we find out at the end was the other mysterious member, uh, original founding member of Toman. Didn't they say? Because it's Tara. Didn't they say he was like number two or something? Three. He's number three. Yeah. So when, the, look, dude, like, why, why, hey, even, why hey, even bro, have, why even have look, like number? I don't fucking know. Right. I don't know. All right. I didn't look. This is. These are Japanese kids in 2005. They are middle school. We're here right now. Middle schoolers. All right. <laughs> yeah. You're asking me to fucking break down the hierarchy. I don't know. All right. Man. I wasn't there. I I would love to have seen, like, thinking back to my middle school days, like, the organization out of these kids oh my for middle God. schoolers is absolutely mind boggling. Like The fact that they all have jackets. You know? Yeah, they had to go to someone and have them printed, and they all have motorcycles. Dude, like, I'm about to tell you like one of the most embarrassing stories. Well, not even one of the most embarrassing stories, because you know me, I got, I got a, I got a deep closet of embarrassing bullshit. Mm -hmm. But uh, in sixth grade, uh, my friend Eric, he wanted all of us. We had like a group of like six or seven stinky boys, stinky eleven year old boys, and he said we all need to come to school wearing black tomorrow all of us nice and i was like bet let's do it i didn't do my own laundry uh i couldn't find anything all black except like i had some black jeans and the only thing else i had was like this uh sweater vest that had black in it it was like two-tone so it was black on the top and then khaki mm -hmm. on the bottom or gray on the bottom and i came out and uh the guys they were not happy Mm. to say the least like they were all looking tough and they're black and i came out on my two-tone sweater vest and uh it wasn't the look that we're trying to <laughs> trying to convey so yeah i mean yeah, that, i got that, roasted that, that's why you, know? you have that's why you have uniforms made i guess 
But that's what I'm saying. These fucking kids. I, yeah. They got uniforms and they got these jackets embroidered. And I'm just like, how? How? How do they do this? Yeah. I mean, like. But they're I, criminals as well. Like. You know, I was a little suburban like, chubby boy. And like, again, thinking back to at least my middle school, like, I don't think there was like, maybe there was like two dudes who seemed scary. Like, no one was scary at middle school. Like. I mean, yeah, but you went to like a nice middle school. Like, but like the, the, okay. The hardest middle school in the country, like are still like, it's, we had a kid push a teacher. We had a kid push a teacher out of a window at my middle school. That's like, all right. That's pretty hardcore. What? Yeah. Okay. I mean, and then there's another kid. Ah, it's fucked. You know, mental illness. Ah, he, he, I don't know what was going on with him. There's a whole thing. He took desks and he was like flinging them at mm. people. Well, there's a whole section all right, recorded. That's off. that's fair. But I'll I'll ask you this: Was there any middle schoolers at your middle school who did who had like deadly roundhouse kicks? No, because any weirdo could push someone out of a window. You know what I'm saying? No. Yeah. Yeah. No. You know. You're right. Uh, as as far as I know. None of my mm. uh, middle school classmates had deadly flip flop roundhouse kicks. They set I, fires to things, but yeah, no. Yeah, no actually, kicks. there was there was one kid that scared the hell out of me at my middle school, but like not in terms of like a uh, raw strength type of way. More in the like this kid's gonna bring like a knife to school type of uh, way. And I'm not sure what became of him, but <laughs> I. I yeah. Damn. So th- there there was a few weird. You don't want to look him few, up? I don't remember his name. I'd have to like look in an old yearbook or something. All right. We'll do that for the Patreon right. bonus. Definitely. But um, yeah, I mean, basically this new character. Do you have his name? I'm forgetting his name. But uh, the, yeah, I have the list up. Uh, Kozutora. Yeah. So basically Kozutora. he. He shows up at school, fucking neck tat. Yeah, did you know? Did you know any middle schoolers with neck tats, face tats, head uh, tats? No, all the like. I had a few people who had like their own that they had from home that they did like with mm. ink and shit. And then there's uh, there was one kid who was a freshman who had one like his uncle did in the garage. But that was about mm. it. Yeah. You know, nothing on the face, nothing on the neck. These kids in Japan are wild. It makes me really want to like look it up to see if that's what's going down out there. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I know that there was like a very strong, like delinquent kind of like culture in like the nineties or eighties or nineties. It, it was like, Oh yeah. It was, no, but the Ninja Turtles, they cleared all that up. Foot clan. Hmm. Right. I mean, like that whole craze was like famously what uh, part four Jojo is based on. It's like the kids with like the pomp, mm. the, like the pompadours. Yeah, that's what I was going to mention is like the first episode of uh, season four of Jojo that I watched. Mm. And then Tokyo Revengers, like their uniforms are almost identical. Yeah. And I mean, even uh, middle school. Uh, Takamichi kind of has a little bit of a pompadour type thing. Oh yeah, thing. for sure. Um, so yeah, I guess the the pompadour was big with the delinquents <laughs> in Japan. But yeah, I mean, essentially Takamichi gets dragged into the lion's den 
uh, or as I like to call it, Drip Central. Those <laughs> those kids in Valhalla, they had uh, bruh. They were like the fucking guy with the uh, the spiral hair. Yeah, they were all yeah. They drip the fuck out. They're scary as shit too. Like, keep in mind, they're all like thirteen and fourteen year olds tops. Yeah, and they look like fucking monsters. Yeah, I mean those. Yeah, I don't know. Those kids seemed way scarier than uh, than anything in in Toman. But right, and the to- I mean, but the Toman guys, they seem hardcore. But then you see these fucking Valhalla guys, and they look like goddamn psychos. It's yeah. I don't know what it is. I think yeah. it's the black and blonde hair and then the eyes. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, so I guess this was just kind of like one of their random hideouts because like, I mean, like, it, it's just weird, like with the whole like, I, I'm curious where Hanma kind of stands in Valhalla, because at least in this little like hideout, it seemed like he was kind of like running this little group in a way yeah yeah definitely um and and basically and then so basically we find out that like baji's there the guy who we met last episode who is baji is there and he's doing work on this kid like he fucking like he'll never drink out of he'll never eat straight again yeah his, this kid's jaw is gonna be fucked his face is turned around completely but yeah it's but- just but yeah, Horrible. so basically he, he's beating the shit out of this some random kid from Toman because they want to prove they want him to prove that he's not Nah, not some random kid. He's like the vice captain. Yeah, but it's like it wasn't someone we'd met, I don't think. I thought it was. It was uh I'm not sure. I'm not a hundred percent but I think right, it's Chifuyu. Right. Ch- Chifuyu Matsuno. Yeah. I mean Fair enough. I, I don't know. He's, it wasn't someone that I was like, oh, yeah, that dude, definitely. Well, that's because his face was fucking covered in Baji's uh, fist and blood. Sure. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I, sure. I feel like I, he, he's one of the, the top crew people. Hmm. I'm looking I, at, like, the character list right now, and he's in there. All right. Fair enough. But I, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I guess I assumed he was not that important just because I feel like Tokyo Revengers does a pretty good job of, like, if there's something they really want you to know, they'll, like, show an image or something like of like a little flash hmm. of like who the person is supposed to be. You know, they've done that like a million times with Kasaki. Like every well, time yeah, he this shows time they just, they literally just said, Oh, he's the so-and-so captain. That's what they said. I popped in the uh, character list that I'm looking at. So hmm. you know what I'm seeing. Um, but yeah, uh, regardless it was, or oh, wait, wait. So who, who is this guy supposed to be? I got it. The guy right next to Takamichi. Oh, damn. Okay. Yeah. 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 I mean, they should have like, oh, it's some random. I'm like, nah, dude. I mean, he's... fine. Yeah. I mean, that sucks. I don't know. They, they, I feel like they should have. I don't know. I guess I haven't internalized all these guys' names, mm-hmm. but yeah, it would have been nice to have a little more uh, clarity or that that was him. But yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, it, it was essentially just this like twisted ceremony to like prove that. Baji is not a spy, and then they essentially brought Takamichi in to be like a witness. Yeah, and <clears throat> and of course Takamichi is like, oh, in Takamichi, oh fuck, this is what's happening. I like if I let this ceremony pass, 
like Baji, if Baji's willing yeah. to do this to the first division captain, then he's got no fucking chance of uh, coming back. And so, yeah, typical Takamichi, he starts screaming about how, you know, whatever, he can't do this. And then that's what prompts Baji into being like, hey, if I, or if uh, this dude yeah. can do it, then I can yeah. do it. And then Takamichi's like, oh, that's the guy in the photo. Oh, no. <laughs> and then uh, the guy, he, or no, wait, it's Baji. He says, uh, he says my, like one of my favorite lines. Fuck, let me find it. It's uh, the summer of 2003 when I was a first year in middle school. Mm. I'll never forget it. We were running wild. <laughs> he says that like a second after he's wiping the blood off his knuckles from just like fucking just killing that one kid. And he's whimsically thinking about uh, 2003, you know? I love it. Yeah. Baji's uh I mean Baji's built different. I feel like they're still running wild in a way, but uh yes, most <laughs> definitely. I don't think they've uh set I don't think they've set in their ways at all or um yeah. settled down uh, by any that's means. That's like something you say it's when two years later. Yeah, yeah, that's something you say when you're like forty years in old your, and you're like yeah. a senator or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But Baji is like uh, his, his fists are dripping with blood. Yeah, a year and a half ago, we were running wild. We were running wild. Back. Couldn't contain ourselves. <laughs> we were so out of control back then. But now, me, no. Baji, no. I got I got Evans. my shit together now. Yeah, I'm um, only uh, I'm only hurting the best of my friends. But yeah, nah, mm. it was a great episode. Um, uh, yeah, what were you gonna say? Yeah, um, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, no, it, I yeah, it was. It was a good episode. It was a lot of good kind of like getting more clarity into like wrapping. It's nice to have like to be able to put a number to Toman now to like mm. gauge its scariness yeah. up against Toman. Like it's ha it's half the size. It's got fucking Baji, who's a psychopath. Uh, well, yeah, no, it's it's half the size. But now Baji's defected and it's got Kisaki within the ranks um, and he's trying to splinter the group because he noticed that, you know, there were uh, cracks in the in the foundation. So mm -hmm. while they are 150 strong, it's not like 150 strong. It's like, you know, 150 strong, you know. Yeah, because, yeah, and I, I think that was clear in the last episode where like Kasaki had that one dude who was like his right-hand man. And it seemed like people like that are more ride or die for Kasaki than for Toman, right, you know? For Toman. So, yeah, exactly. So Kasaki probably has, you know, 50 or so loyalists that are going to follow his orders over mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. Toman. So yeah, it's definitely a scary position, especially if he won't be able to get Baji back, but it's like Mikey's proposition was pretty fucking set in stone. He's gonna have yeah. to, he's gonna have I mean, he's gonna have to get Baji back. It's wild, like yo, Takamichi, if you do not do this, I will fucking kill you. Why? Why that? Uh, like it's, yeah, it's, that's pretty pretty you know what that's called? That's called incentive, kids. It's true. Shit. Yeah, you want something done? Just threaten murder. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, I mean yeah, where you know this episode, it's leading into like a full-on flashback. It seems, but 
yeah, I mean, it was pretty interesting just in like the final little cliffhanger where he, Baji was like, it's basically like setting up for like when that picture was taken and he was sort of mm. like, whatever he said, he was like, but like in your wildest dreams, you wouldn't be able to guess what was about to happen or something. Right, right, right. Which is like, oh, okay. Oh, like, I, I don't know what the fuck that could possibly mean. They would, and it's- it, You have to remember though, um, Katsura or whatever his name is, he was in Juvie up until this point. Mm. And the other guy, uh, I forget, or, uh, yeah, no, he was in Juvie. So like he, he must've done something around this time. Mm. Yeah. So it's I gonna, mean, it's going to have to involve him. It's yeah. And I mean, it's crazy to think too, just like, you know, what could, it, what could happen, but also like thinking about, you know, Baji is just now defecting. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he didn't defect suddenly after that day True. or whatever. True. It, so whatever happened would somehow have to be something that would like only affect that new guy in a way. Or because I guess we don't exactly know when he defected. Right? Yeah. And Mikey didn't include him when he told Takamichi about the founding members. Yeah. It so left I, him out completely. Yeah. I mean, there's still too many. I mean, we know for sure that Baji only just defected. Like he apparently there was like issues, like he was causing mm. infighting or whatever. So things were kind of shaky for a while. But Baji is like was in Toman up until very recently. But this other dude, I guess we don't know how long. Facts. He so it's like I don't yeah, I don't know what this inciting incident could be i guess it's something that's going to have like lasting effects i mean the next arc is called bloody halloween so we shall see or valhalla as you say uh it's vice versa so we got a lot to think about as far as uh tokyo revengers goes yeah i mean they're probably all um carving pumpkins draken Mm. accidentally knocked over their pumpkins doodle Whoopsie doodle. And they took it personal and it's the pumpkins. Yeah. They got it. And then it turned into bloody Halloween. They started slashing at each other with fucking butterfly knives and shit. Classic. Um, Yeah. But yeah. I mean, Tokyo Avengers, it's it's hard. It's hard to beat. What a great series. Definitely. I'm loving it. Uh, where are we moving to next, Nathaniel? Where I guess I guess all we go? have left is uh, to your eternity, right? To your eternity. I love that fucking theme song. It's a bop. I can't stop. Every time I hear it, I'm just like, oh fuck, yeah, it's a jam. Um, put it on all your playlists. It's a panty dropper. You heard it here first. Uh, to your eternity. We are now moving into. I'm gonna call it uh, the prison uh, tournament arc or some yeah. shit whatever wherever we are um fushi and um i forget the old woman's name but they've been taken captive and uh taken aboard uh, the ship that has taken them to this prison island no no way to get off unless you fight you, f- you fight for a wish you get you get granted a wish if you win uh i think this is a perfect place for fushi since you know he's a fucking immortal yeah. Um, 
but yeah, I mean, basically he, yeah, I'm trying to remember like he, he's with start off. He's with, well, he starts off by himself. He's like, yeah, he's walking, he's doing his thing. He's pissed off. Why am I me? And then, uh, the dude, the cloaked dude pops up and starts chopping it up with him. And he lets him know, like, yeah, uh, sorry about it, but those knockers, they'll keep coming for you unless you, uh, you keep learning and you keep, uh, adapting and you keep growing, you know? And, uh, Fushi said, like, you know, I don't want any part of this. What if I just decide to not be myself and he even tried to turn into a pair? And the dude turned him back into uh, Fushi and said, that's not going to work. Like, if they find you in this state and they kill you, you'll revert to an orb. So you need to keep learning. You need to keep um, feeling pain and growing. Um, yeah. While he was on this journey, like, while he was on this uh walk there are things that he tried to do that he previously could with the help of march but he couldn't anymore and he couldn't he didn't realize that he couldn't do them it was just like oh shit like that's something i need but i can't do it fuck i used to be able to do that but i can't now huh and he would just like move on but then the old woman sort of like pops in tries to remind him and is like you know climb up there like march Hmm. transform and he's like, who, who, who's uh, that? What are you talking about? And, yeah. Oh my God. And then, oh, oh no. Earlier it was when, uh, the, the guy in black, he, I don't know if he called it. He said, uh, think of me as your parent and Fushi retorts back. He's like, you're not my parent. My parent was, and like, you see him thinking and it's just like this white void of March. <sighs> right. That was rough. Yeah. It's yeah. I mean, it's, it's, brutal and i mean that's yeah i think we talked about that before kind of when this uh cloaked figure started showing up first and i think sort of established that this was like the the stakes this is like these are going to be the stakes for fushi is like it's it the stakes for fushi are more than death you know it's it's losing it's losing these connections that you made which is like in many ways a fate worse than death, you know, definitely, especially for someone like Fuji Fushi. Cause that's all he, he has. Um, but yeah, I mean it basically, yeah, it was them for a while. And then I, I was, I was trying to like look up the characters. The old woman's name is Pioran, right? Oh, okay. Yeah. Pioran. 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 Um, but so basically she tries to like get them on a boat and I guess had like bad information or something. I guess we don't really know because she yeah, kind of like she got like swindled or some shit. Yeah, and so Fushi and- ends up on this fucking like nightmare boat to Prisoner Island, and um, this is kind of like setting up, you know, I guess the next arc. Um, and we meet a few new characters, but one in particular, which is, I think I have her up here. Is it? Do you remember? Is it Tanari? I didn't catch her name at all. If this is the young woman with like the straw hat. I think so. I mean, she was just kind of like the main girl who was kind of like talking to him. I don't know. I think that might be her name. I'm I'm trying to like look at all these characters. I'm pretty sure her name is Tanari. But um, yeah, I mean, she's basically like you're stuck on this island and the only way off is to like become it's like i don't know i like i'm curious to learn more about this island but it was something like you got it 
you got to go through this tournament arc basically to be and but once you do you become the owner of the island or something or like the king no i think you just get granted a wish if you Mm. win like you get granted whatever you want whatever you ask for the king Mm. of the island is like that you can have it so if you want your freedom you have to fight for it right yeah i mean i'm curious yeah i'm super curious to see because on, on face value, if it's like just a bunch of like humans fighting, I feel like it would be kind of a weird. But OK, so here, look. We just I mean, aside from the fact that Fushi uh, is an orb uh, with powers and everything, I think we got our first hint that this planet is like a little different than Earth because of that crab with the entire salad on its back uh, scuttling around. So when you bring up, like, you don't know if it's going to be just humans, I'm wondering, too, like, are are there uh, creatures out there with powers? You know, is mm-hmm. it going to be, like, people like Gugu who have um, some deformity of, uh, deformity of some sort or um, not a handicap, but some sort of... Um, like different body type that allows them to do different things, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I feel like that could totally be the case. It's just cause yeah, like I'm thinking about, okay, clearly there's going to be some sort of tournament arc, but it would be kind of like lackluster if Fushi's like, he'll just turn into the fucking polar bear and just decimate everyone like instantly. So there's gotta be some thing that we're not aware of yet to like make this more of a, a challenge for Fushi, I would imagine. Hmm. Um, well, I, I'm curious to like see what happens with these kids, mm-hmm. these uh, these little rambunctious five. Because as I'm watching uh, the credits, like I see that they become like integral to Fushi's life. But as you know, everyone that that motherfucker comes in contact with will die a horrible fucking death. So. I'm trying not to get too attached. I see there's some chubby, robust kid in the back who seems like, I don't know. I'm just trying not to fall in love with any of these characters. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, I I guess that's a safe bet at this point, but it's like, I feel like, you know, with the track record of these, the characters we've been with so far, it's like, Try like imagine going back and not being not getting attached to Gugu, like resisting that, or like little March, like being like try turning your heart off to that. I can't that little girl. Yeah, so it's like you know who knows, but yo, I think. uh, Did you watch the preview? Um, I think I I think I might have. What, it said what like someone from his someone from Fushi's past uh, is coming back, and I feel like because mm. this is uh, like a fighting tournament arc, it's gonna be uh, per Nora or yeah, you know, the yeah. you know, I I it needs to be her because what else would she have in that village to even live for? March is gone, fucking deuces, let's get out of here. And it's been years now. She's mm-hmm. an older woman. She's probably like a strong warrior. Oh, I can't wait. I hope it's her. I fucking that- I can't wait. That would be great. Yeah, because like yeah. there's not really any other like significant like super significant characters. No, not at all. From his past? No. 
and she was left with like such like what what more would she have in that village you know what i mean there's nothing for her to live for there so it would be great to see her out on her own uh throughout the world like fighting fighting you know just doing what just surviving i don't know i would i would just love to see her outside of that village personally what are you reading right now what are you doing i was just looking at the character list all right um yeah no i hope it's her but yeah i mean hey i'm always i'm always up for a good tournament arc um but yeah i'm also you know could be in the mood for a tournament arc that makes you cry at some point which i assume will inevitably happen with this show it's all pain so can't wait for that looking forward to it yeah is that Um, all the anime for this week i i think it might be i can't think of anything else i watched um and that's okay yeah there was one quick thing i wanted to give a shout out to it was uh a manga i i'd been it was announced a while ago but it's essentially a one shot like a special one shot by um tatsuki fujimoto who's the chainsaw man author um because like it's been known forever that he's gonna do a part two to chainsaw man but like that hasn't officially been like there's no date or anything on that but it was announced a while ago that he was gonna come out on this with this one shot that has nothing to do with anything it's just like a completely original um story and it was like 144 pages it just dropped today i think but I read it earlier and yeah, it's, it it was really great. It was, there was no weird elements or anything. It was like very wholesome kind of like slice of lifey, but it was kind of about these two young girls who are both like manga, like aspiring manga artists and they meet when they're kids and it's like very sweet. This kind of like one of them is super talented and the other one is kind of like, lacking that like innate kind of like talent but they both kind of like glom on to each other and they become like fast friends and they create manga together time jump in this at all like a six year thing like uh i mean there's there's time jumps yeah i don't know i think i heard about this somewhere but keep talking hmm i mean yeah it, it like just dropped today but um yeah but it's like this I don't want to get into what happens too much, but yeah, it's like these two girls and they kind of find the success doing manga together and life kind of like gets in the way and things get complicated and there's tragedy and it kind of like skips through kind of the lives of these two girls. And it's, it's very sweet and it's very heartbreaking and it's not totally what you'd expect from Fujimoto given what he's done before, but just because it was very grounded, like a very grounded story. But um, yeah, it was great. I, I would definitely, anyone who's got the Shonen Jump app, I would definitely, because uh, you, you don't, it's not related to Chainsaw Man or anything at all. It's just like a standalone story. So nice. easy, easy to get into. But yeah, I just read that today. I wanted to give it a shout out. Um, the only thing I've read uh, recently this past week <clears throat> I caught up with uh, James Tynan's Something is Killing the Children, uh, his comic book, primarily because like I had like 16 or 17 issues sitting there that I hadn't read yet. And we were talking about that, Nathaniel, like I'm trying to catch up on all these back issues. And recently I heard that 
his comic, Something Still in the Children, has been um, bought by Netflix and it's being turned mm. into like a Netflix adaptation. So I figured I'd catch up on it uh, just to see what I thought before it gets turned into a show. Um, <clears throat> also, I read, or no, I didn't read, but I watched uh, Samurai Champloo. I started that. Mm. I am uh, I'm four episodes in. I'm digging it. It's cool. Yeah, that's interesting. I know people like that, like Samurai Champloo a lot. Um, I don't know. Do, yeah. you, do you think I should try and get into it? or? Mm, I mean, I think you would enjoy it, but I don't know how much you can handle. You know, I don't want to throw too much on your plate. It's true. Um, I mean, I would like to fit in quality when I can. Sure. So, I mean, I'm floating it out there. I'm letting you know right. I'm watching we'll, it. You know? All right. We'll see. I'm only we'll four see. episodes in. You you do what you feel. Right. Um, do what you feel. Definitely. Well, cool. I mean, that's good to know. Maybe I'll have some thoughts on that next week. We'll see. Nice. All right. Quick question. Mm-hmm. Um, call me if you get lost. Favorite track. Uh, man, I don't know if I have a favorite track. Um, you know, I was going to ask you this. You should have fucking know. prepared. Well, I was thinking. I told you I was going to ask was, you this. I was thinking about it. I haven't like done a full, like, I've only listened to it once. All- what do you do in your spare time? I what do ha- you do when you're driving? Oh do you not God. listen to music? I do, but it's like, I, I can't, I, I listen. <laughs> there's certain things I want to listen to. I can't just like force myself to <clears throat> listen force. to everything well it's a pleasure to listen to tyler sure but sometimes like there's things i love that sometimes i'm just not in the mood for facts sure um like ah, like, let me see let me let me open it up there's a couple ones that stood out i guess i feel like i'm gonna say some song and you'll be like that song no not at all i would really i just want to know because Um, there are songs that i did not care for that have grown on me mm. since all right, yeah. all right. I'm looking There's to listen. No now. way. I feel like I mean, this is just, this one's just kind of random, but I really liked the just like the song Lumberjack. I just really like the the beat mm. of that a lot. Yeah, like that's probably my yeah. favorite. Like just in terms of like the track, like the music itself. Um, yeah, I fuck with Lumberjack. Uh yeah. I mean, a lot of these were pretty good. Yeah, I. I I, I mean, wanna... there's no, there's no L's on this, on this album. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can't I go think, wrong. I think I remember liking like Manifesto. I think I liked, hmm. um, I don't, yeah, I don't know. I, so some, okay. some of it's a bit of a blur, but, uh, I'll give a special shout out to Corso. Corso is like the one for me. Like it gets me hmm. amped whenever I hear it. Hmm. <clears throat> and I mean, also what's your name? is i mean a bop it's a jam you know you can't go wrong Mm -hmm. uh but yeah the entire album is it's amazing um yeah so aside from that i also told you i was going to check in with you on season two of i think you should leave your favorite sketch hit me with it because i got some trivia for you too Hmm. okay well i think we talked about it on the show like last week maybe or we talked about yeah. it somewhere but i i ha- i've like i haven't done like a full start to finish rewatch of it again 
<sighs> I, I haven't had a lot of time for rewatches. There's a lot of new stuff out there that I want to get to. What are you watching that's so I'm new? So then? Sorry. Well, I'm not watching anything that's new, but it's things I would like to get to. It's like it takes a lot of headspace. Wait, 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 wait. I got I no time so for rewatches. I, I don't. I got. I got no time for rewatches. I but I got no time to watch what I also am looking forward to watch. But, what are you watching then? Nothing. Okay, it's my life isn't just. Oh, I'm literally working for work and then I have all this free time to just consume the media I love. There, there's all kinds of shit I got going on, like oh side, side projects and stuff. It's not all I wish I had all this time to just whatever. What side projects like, you got going on? Just all my side projects. You know how you got, a, you got a commercial for Campbell's. What's up? What are you working <laughs> on right now? We're we're pitching Campbell's. Yeah, it's going to be big. Uh, oh, Nathaniel's mi- big in the soup game. Mr. Campbell, uh, he's going to. I've been t- I've just been testing out soups all week because he's gonna want to oh, know. Jesus, I can um, tell your mouth is red with tomato can- <laughs> like tomato soup. I didn't want to say anything. Yeah, I tried washing off, but it's just stained at this point. Caked, caked um, on your beard. Um, but I mean, like I said last time we talked about it, I love me some Detective Crashmore. Woo! Uh, I I love it. I love that's that my sketch. trivia, dude. Someone hit me up on Twitter, uh, and the character like the actor's name is biff with wait who crashmore the the actor who like plays crashmore the, the name, real actor the real actor his literal name is biff <laughs> with i mean he strikes me as a weird dude so yeah uh now everyone on twitter is like saying great things about him that they've worked with him and he's like very chill but i just love the name biff with uh yeah no it's great oh man yeah crashmore um, crashmore's up there i yeah crashmore gets me every time um but yeah another one we talk one i always think about is the i don't know what its title is but the at the restaurant the give me that <laughs> i just <laughs> I just it, uh, it, yeah the professor it's so I don't, yeah it's so simple but it's just it's so good and it's just like I feel like that one hinges totally on the actor like that guy is perfect definitely for for definitely. that one uh, <laughs> um man I don't know I mean there's so many good I, the yeah the um I'm forgetting the name but the the oh fuck what what is the name of the fake the t-shirts. Or the, Tuggers? It, oh, it, no, no, no. From from season two, the TC Tuggers isn't season two, is it? No. Yeah, no. Like from season two, the the crazy design shirts. Dan flashes. Dan flashes. Dan flashes. Like yeah. Specific. I mean, like specifically, because I think they reference it a couple of times. But when it's like the fake commercial of all the, the dude, shops at the creeks all the dudes inside just like frantically looking at, <laughs> at the designs like it's just like these like insane pipe designs yeah like tracing them um that's amazing yeah i, I really gotta do a rewatch but what how i know you've probably watched it 18 more times but i know do you have any new yeah. ones that are sticking out to you no, no. Um, it's all the classics. I always go back to Dan Flashes. It's just because I love the delivery of Tim Robinson telling uh, that old guy to shut the fuck up and calling him a skunk. Yeah, <laughs> I love 
I love the skunk line. Um, oh, I have recently gone back to uh, it's it's so cringy, but it's the uh, the big wave sketch where they're in the boardroom and oh, everyone starts yeah. getting on the table and surfing. And then he's like, well, big wave and flips it. I've gone back to that uh, <laughs> simply because uh, of the Cho jeans and him talking to Julie and saying like, it's nothing that you're not aware of, right, Julie, that your husband, he's he's a piece of dog shit. Like, he doesn't look good. You're aware of that. And uh, Julie, she's like, uh, my husband doesn't look that like that. Like, he doesn't look that bad. And he's like, Julie. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> like, that look. Like, mm. It fucking kills me. So, yeah. I, just, I don't know. I've gone back to dipping into that. And also, uh, the fake Carson sketch. The he can Oh, hit. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where he's slapping everyone. And uh, he... Uh, Tim Robinson is like, uh, are there any uh, restaurants or like coffee shops in this yeah, neighborhood? Like, just what's like <laughs> making fun of that woman for not having more house. things to yeah. do in her neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, amazing. Um, yeah. Have you found a way to watch uh, Detroiters yet? Speaking of all the stuff that you want to watch. <sighs> uh, no, I haven't. I haven't really looked yet, oh, but I'll. I'll try and figure it out. I'll, I'll open up a tab right now just so I remember. Okay. Uh, I also want to put something else to you. Okay. Within the next 12 days, how do you feel about trying to find some time to see the new Fast and Furious in mm. real life? Mm. Um, yeah, it's a possibility. All right. We'll float it out there. It's a possibility. I'm just throwing it out there. You let me know. All right, you're you're a very busy man. I so you let me know when your what your window is. Yeah. Well, I mean, I got twelve know, days. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'd have to. We're not next door neighbors anymore. You know. We're not. So we're I, not. I, we I'd, have to, I'd have to. You know, I'd have to make a trek. A trek over to sense. your neck of the woods. I'd have to, <laughs> and it's not just a trek. It's it's revisiting all those memories. You know gotta walk back into your old into your old town remember all the when was the last time you saw your dad doesn't he live in my town he he's like on the edge of walnut creek i i don't i i i come when i come back it's like i take the back way in you know i kind of like sneak in (laughs) skip all that shit i sneak in through the back i miss all the memories you know that's fair that's fair i don't go back to my hometown at all so i get it yeah i get it you know We'll figure it out. Maybe yeah. we'll see it at like a, a neutral spot. Mm. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, guys, this has been Wasteland and Anime Podcast next week. Uh, fuck, man. I think we're finally going to meet Trunks. Who knows? Mm. Yeah, we're going to dip in that DBZ uh, Trunks trunk saga. We'll, we'll, we'll find out. Um, Sunny Boy, more, more of that coming at you. Mm-hmm. Um, my Hero, hopefully it'll be good next week. Question mark. Who's to say? Uh, Tokyo Revengers, the boy Takamichi, he's going on another uh, field trip to the past, this time via flashback 
of how Tokyo Manji uh, did some ill shit in 2003 that was so wild that no one would ever have guessed what happened. Uh, what else do we have? We have uh, Fushi in uh, Two Year Eternity mm-hmm. going through a prison uh, tournament arc. So we got that to look forward to. We have so much shit, so much anime. I'm watching Samurai Champloo. Nathaniel's got stuff that he hasn't seen yet that he wants to see, but he can't get to. True. There's so much. Thank you all for listening. This has been Wasteland Anime Podcast. We out. Thank you.